This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid in. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick, what's on your mind today? I got to tell this story before we get going, because I was going to use it in the paper over the weekend, but I uh, didn't do it. So when George Fraser died, somebody called me up and gave me a great story about George Fraser and Burt Blylevin. Uh, as a Bert the prankster, you know. Yep. Well, it wasn't. So I called Bert just to, uh, to you know, verify this. It wasn't George Fraser. It was Willie Fraser, and they were. Oh. The, he was with the Angels, but the story is, and the, his story. The story I was told was that he lit. He managed to light Lasorda's shoelaces on fire and give him the give him the Bly Levin hot foot. Which wasn't the truth anyway. But <laughs> they were playing the freeway series, right? Yes. That when they used to play one game in Anaheim, one game in, in Dodger Stadium before the before the season opened, because there was no interleague play then. And uh Raider Raider and uh Lasorda in were both gonna have separate interviews on the field beforehand. And uh and Bert told the person interviewing, do Raider first and then do Lasorda. So, okay, they did that and Lasorda's out there and Bert came out and hit him in the face with a with a banana cream pie or oh, something. God. <laughs> the most foul-mouthed human being that ever lived. <laughs> he got... Babacqua? You, know, you remember that? Yeah, yeah the Babacqua. But he got him with a cream pie right in the face during the, during the interview. Oh, my gosh. And... And the revenge was being, Mickey Hatcher was in the other dugout, and they were all vowing revenge. So Bert 
you know, and Bert knows they're after him. Bert comes to, this was in Anaheim on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then on Sunday, he gets to Dodger Stadium. And he, he there's these vows of revenge, right? So he hangs his clothes in the locker, and then he looks at him and says, oh, they're going to do something to my clothes. So And they had foot lockers there where you could lock them, right? Yeah. So he put his clothes in the foot locker. Then he looked at it again and said, well, they're no, if there's no clothes in there, yes. they'll know that I was ready for them. So Willie Fraser's locker's next to his. No. Yeah. So he puts Willie Fraser's clothes <laughs> in his locker. And in the fifth inning, they scream over at him. Bly Levin, Bly Levin, and Lasorda sprays lighter fluid on the jeans and the shirt and lights it on fire. And uh, Bert says, Willie Fraser's really going to be mad because those are clothes. And Willie Fraser was out in the bullpen, so he didn't hear all this. So he comes back after the game and doesn't know where the hell his clothes are because Bly, Le- Bly Levin was enough of a prankster and smart enough about pranks. Yep. To know that if his clothes weren't there, then they were going to do something else. You know, they were going to go out and get him beat up his car or some damn thing. Oh, my God. So so he got, so Willie Fraser got his clothes burned because Bert. Thanks to Bert. (laughs) Thanks to Bert because Bert knew that they would have figured it out. So uh, pretty good. Now, he, you know, he was the expert at lighting shoelaces on fire. Mm -hmm. He had those long you know, the, when they first came out with those long things 40 years ago, the, they put the flame out. Yep. He was known to, known to crawl under the dugout bench, you know, under that area. He's a big man, too, and get under there and light the, light the shoelaces and give them the How would you, so how would you do fun. that? Hmm? So how how would you do that? Get the, the yeah, everybody baseball shoelaces are long. No, you know? I I know, but how how could a big guy crawl like so? He, I don't know. Like that's my it, question is to, how do you to get play it? a prank? It was worth it. Yeah, for I guess. Him, I guess. Wow. Unbelievable. But the uh, yeah, it was uh, it was not a George Fraser story, and it was not a hot foot, but uh, uh, hitting Lasorda in the pie in the face with a pie. I would have liked to been there because can you imagine him? No. The egomaniacal guy yeah. that he was. was He said, did he ever get you? And he said, no, because I think he was afraid I'd get him back. <laughs> you know. So anyway, it was uh, that was a good story. I, I forgot to. I haven't used that one yet. But anyway, I confirmed it. So uh, what, are we, uh, what are we going with? Are we excited about the NHL draft? Who, where are we picking? 21. 21. It's not, we're not really excited not, about not, it. No. So got, you, got, you told me last week, Bedard is like it. He's, he's the, the number, deal. Yeah, he's the generational. Mm-hmm. He, he's the biggest ta- uh, talent since McDavid came out. How big a guy? Same good size kid? Uh, not really. I think he's probably because I, I mean he's he's pretty slight. I think I've seen him play on TV. I've, the thing about the thing about McDavid is he's a brute too, right? I mean he's well, a good sized guy, and his speed is unbelievable. Like he is so fast. Bedard's um, five nine. He's not that big. The NHL. Would love to figure out a way to get McDavid out of out of Edmonton, wouldn't they? Can you blame him? No. Can you imagine him in New York? Any, yeah, New York. The Rangers or oh, any Montreal. I mean, Chicago's anybody. a win. Yeah, I think, despite the fact that pe- people are still pissed at the Blackhawks because of that scandal, but at least the, the Blackhawks are a team that you can oh, show yeah. oh, and get they, ratings they from. Desperately need them too. Yes. They need them to come back onto the radar because they they won what three cups. 
Uh, yeah, three cups in a collection cups, of three, yeah. five, six years, yep. and they. What is it? Are we going on about four years of being rotten? Yeah, yeah, yeah they've been so. Well, now they're absolutely purposely terrible. They've got yeah. rid of everybody, and, they, and, and the it works for them because mm-hmm. they got but yeah. they got the number one guy. Absolutely, and I I think the NHL is probably just as crooked with its lottery as the NBA is. Wouldn't you think? I th- I think that just get rid of the lottery. Just let you know what if you're yes. willing to suck, yeah, you should be rewarded. And, but I do believe in you can't, you know, you can't do it. Two years in a row or three years. I do believe in well, that's adjust, fine. just but sure. have a formula for adjusting it. Sure. If you're in the top five three years in a row, you go to the back of the line or okay. some damn thing. Something like that. But if you're yeah. willing to be as bad as you can possibly yes. be for a season, you should not lose to something where it, it can at the very least be questioned. I don't think that hockey has that big a big a tanking problem, do they? I mean, they got a little bit of one. Blackhawks did a really good job. The Ducks did a pretty damn good job. Certainly not like the NBA, though. Certainly not like the NBA, mm-hmm. which is the tanking league of all time. But also, as you said, this guy's generational player. Oh, excuse me. I saw that coming. Yeah, uh, uh, is, uh, this guy's a generational player. But a lot of years, it's not worth it. The NHL, it's no. a, some 18-year-old kid who you got to wait four years for, right? No. Number one draft choice. It's not like basketball where one guy can change things. I wouldn't purposely tank in that league a ton, no. But it is very suspicious that every time Pop has really needed something bad, he got it. They mm-hmm. took care of him. So uh, so how, how much <laughs> longer is this going to extend Pop's coaching career now? I don't know. He's 70 now. Isn't I know. He's 70, 71. I don't know. He just doesn't want to go out and be a rotten, I don't think. And they were, you know, they were terrible. And uh, Pressure on this kid, though, is going to be. Oh, yeah. Well, and he's skinnier now. Yeah, I know. Gonna, I mean, you're gonna, they're going to beat him up, something fierce. And, uh, but uh, if he's seven, five. Somebody they showed a photo of him and uh, somebody put on there that uh, uh, he was standing next to Duncan and David Robinson and they said they look like his short uncles, <laughs> you know, compared to him. Mm-hmm. It's uh, where's his? Uh, I wonder where his family originates from. They must be from Slovenia or some damn place, mm-hmm. right? With that last name, something like that. But uh, yeah, it'll, that's that's good. But. Uh, Anyway, the uh, the our North Stars are uh, are wild. They're not going to uh, get the real good pick then, huh? No, it's a deep draft. But again, to your point, it can take they they could get a good pick, and it'll take the kid three or four years. Yeah, you uh, you stirred them up by bringing back the North Stars, charging us to watch the uh, Stanley <laughs> Cup Finals. What's amazing about that is it wasn't on that. It was it not on national TV. It was. It was blacked out here. Sports Channel America had the national, so in 91, Pittsburgh, North Stars, in the cup finals, Sports Channel America carried it, but, but, but no the local net- markets could black it out. No network had it. Well, Sports no. Channel America was the network at that time with the rights to the national hockey. But, league. I mean, Sports Channel America was a blip, right? Well, yeah, because it was typical was it? It was typical hockey trying to outsmart itself and had oh, left so, ESPN. Uh, so okay, that was that was what the deal was. But they, but Norm. I mean, I saw some guy trying to defend Norm. Norm 
decided to block it out so that he could charge, right? Isn't that not true? Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. MSC. Because yes. they did let... The outstate. They did let it go outstate, but they did not, uh, they they did not, of course, did not go to here. I saw some guy. Norm was forced into this because of MSC and stuff. No, he wasn't. It was his, because it was a huge controversy when he did it. Yeah. Oh, the North Stars were definitely culpable. Yeah. I mean, Norm was definitely culpable. And that's when you got him. Yeah. That was the first time that Norm, Norm got, we were chanting, Norm, 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 Norm. Norm. You, you called him out. Norm, it was the first reference to Norm Greed, which yes. became very popular two years later. But, uh, yeah, I, I got him that day. And uh, then, of course, the Dark Star show that evening was, does the Twin Cities really need a negative sports columnist like Patrick Ricey? This was after they were doing their odes to Norm, and they went and took a 2-1 lead in the series. So, yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? What the- if that team had won the Cup? Oh, How God. did that team, I mean, it, they were Terrible. They were yes. The eighty one team was good. Yes. Yeah. This team was terrible. The eighty one team was up and coming. Yeah. Yeah. They were on the way. This team had been awful. Damn near missed the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know, eighty one team. The next, the big ads in the paper on opening day. So close, we can taste it. Yep. And that that was a great team, wasn't it? Eighty two, a lot of points, and then they got upset Bounced by Chicago in the first round. Yeah. One of the great disappointments of my youth. Yes. Yes, well, because we'd done the same thing the year before, knocked off St. Louis and uh, Chicago, right? Yep. Both. So, uh, the year before, they knocked no. off uh, Boston in the. Oh, in, that's in right. Yeah, I'm thinking round. of '91. They knocked off. Yeah, no, yeah, no. They they knocked off Boston, Buffalo, and Calgary. But then they got so they got moved from the Adams Division to an '82, the Norris, for the first time, mm-hmm. and Bannerman came in for Chicago and stopped everything. And I think that they got ousted in what was it six games? Yeah, I want to say it was six games. But yeah, twelve ninety five in nineteen ninety one. As people that's, pointed that's out, pretty, that's, that's a that's pretty penny. Bucks. In, that's thirty bucks. Yeah, you know, in ninety one to watch a Stanley to watch the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes, and the and the you know the attendance was terrible halfway through the year, but then people started coming out in the yes. playoffs, and to do that. You, to do that as your PR gesture, you, you might have your fan base back, and then you do that to them. It was uh, it was incredible. Opening night, and that was it for Norm and I. We were buddies before that. You know, oh, and that was to, well. He, yeah, you said he once called you, call a couple, begging three, you for advice. On three, four. They, they played. You said Montreal in November and had four thousand people or something. And I, he says, "What, what am I going to do?" And I said. I don't know. I grew up in southwestern Minnesota. I don't have any solutions. You told them dancers, the electric stars are the answer. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Give, give away, away money, cash. Give away cash and mm. have dancers. He went to the worst thing ever happened is he went to a Timberwolves game and saw the dancers. Old pervert like him. I got to get dancers. It doesn't work quite as well in hockey. No, no, it was. No. You don't have those natural breaks in the action and have people that. You know, have babes that can go out there scantily clad in the middle of a basketball court. You can't do that in hockey. But I, I think that you were at, at this game. I want to say the 90-91 opener. It was against the Blues at the Met. Mm-hmm. And I think you were there as well. But there were like 5,000 people there. Yeah, right. Nobody. Opening night, no one was there. Well, that summer was the weirdest summer of all time because we had Howie there. I mean, we've, nobody <laughs> you local. To, you had to cover it, too. I forgot Howie that. there, yeah. <laughs> myself, John Rowe, and uh, who else helped us once in a while? But Kurt? Myself and Did John. Kurt Brown help you? 
he might have myself and John Rowe basically covered it until Rachel got hired in like August to yeah. be the to be the by then all the thing and settled down. But here's what's amazing: what they what they pay for him twenty something thirty. Oh, I got to find that. But no local owner. Yep. No local owner. Harvey couldn't find a local owner for the hockey team in '81. We had to get. We got to get Howie the hairdo Baldwin, who had no money. Oh, yeah, he was broke by then. Yeah, and then uh, thirty. So it was sold originally to Norm Howard Baldwin and, and a guy by the name of Maurice Bellsberg from the Guns for thirty-eight point one million dollars. I think a lot of that was paper, though. Too that looks like because yep, right. the Guns the Guns wanted to get out of here so bad and get well, the San Jose the Sharks, team. Yeah. They got him a year later, right? San Jose. That's when Louis divided. It wasn't a year later. Yeah, it wasn't Louis by then. I don't think though. I think Louis because because Louis left right after the he left after the Stanley Cup final season. Yes, but and then they had the expansion. But they were but he was in on the negotiations as to how to divide up the roster because they got fifteen of our players and we got fifteen back or some damn thing. Well, no, they they allowed that so they they got to take like fifteen players off the North Stars roster and then had a expansion draft in which the Sharks and North Stars could pick the you know yeah. bottom of the barrel guys left from other teams. Yeah, some goofy thing like that. Yeah, it was uh, it, 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 they got to take fifteen out of the entire organization. Yes, right? and they took a couple. They took some good ones. Yeah. Jeez. Louis, Louis, too great tribe because that was he was he came in he helped with the formula, which is not as good as his ripoff of the entire league by saying we get the other team's roster, Cleveland, and we also get to keep the number one overall pick, Bobby Smith. Yes. Oh, the uh, the merger. If yeah, you look merger, at the North Stars. Yeah. They are truly one of pro sports' last mon pa shops. Yes, right. Like, can you imagine now the Wild saying, things Worse aren't working in Phoenix. Worse in Phoenix. In Phoenix, yeah. Things aren't working in Phoenix, so here's what we should do. Yeah. We should merge our teams. <laughs> we'll take all the best players and then find a way to disperse yeah, the rest of them. Yeah, we'll take goalie Jill Malash yeah. and a couple other guys. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it's amazing, though, that they, you know, they got really good after the merger. And then they yes, got, and it's amazing how they got really bad again because they didn't have any money. We forget that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the late 80s, they, you know, the guns had a lot of money, but they didn't want to keep throwing it down the toilet. So did they ever have a, did they, so the attendants hit the skids in the late eighties? It must yes. have. Huh? Yeah. And they got bad too. Yeah. If you recall around 87 or so, they were, I think, so in 88 in the first round, they took Madonna first overall yeah. and I want because they they were the worst team in the league uh-huh. with no lottery at that time mm-hmm. the year before and and the guns originally were trying to get improvements to the met and of course the um sports facilities commission said absolutely not which is great because now you just ask for anything oh god yes i saw yeah. your stadium's getting paid off today yes Alleg- only the state though Okay. The city of Minneapolis is still on the hook for hundreds of millions. My headline was misleading, damn yes, it. Yes, it is. Hundreds of millions. It's not getting paid off. The state's part of it. <laughs> but and, and Minneapolis has got to pay for all this. But the, these criminals are trying to tell us, yes, but we need another $280 million for updates well, over the next Have you seen how that place is falling apart? 
Huh? Oh, Have God, you seen is. how that place is? Yes, it is. It's dilapidated. And the big, big part of it is to upgrade their whole computer and electronic system, which is for the Vikings ads. Let the Vikings do what the Twins did and pay for it. They're making hundreds of millions of dollars, and you fools are going for this. And if they want a fence... Let them pay for the bleeping fence. I love the fence. The first people's stadium is not going to have a big <laughs> fence. You can't get in it. I said, get two Paul Blarts to drive around the thing at oh, night God. and with a walkie-talkie to call the cops, for God's sakes. That is so what good. What the hell? It is unbelievable. Is- and, you know, supposedly the second part of the fence is $48 million. This is just the <laughs> This is just the $15 million part of the fence. I want to know where, when they're officially go- going to find a way to evict Gopher baseball completely. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's the next it. thing. They love to get rid of all those baseballs. Yep. Oh, God. It drives them crazy. I mean, how, how can we make a worse baseball? We're just going to put a fence here. The, the, the turf is so spongy. I don't know if they have a real mound now. The time I went, they didn't have a turf mound. You said they built one. Yeah, they built one, but they had turf on the mound. I, I haven't been to a game there in three years. They should just forget it, you know. It's, but it's uh, the Swifties though took over town. Now I had some, I saw some right wing female journalist who tries to. I'm an independent journalist, she says, and she came for the, and she was telling us how people. Yes, these people, sixty four thousand people came downtown, but they couldn't wait to leave. Because there was nothing going on downtown after they left. They got out of the building at midnight. It's not like they got out at 8 p.m. and yeah. could go someplace. Yeah. They got out of the building at midnight on the other side of town. You know? But it was, it, this narrative, oh, downtown Minneapolis. It seems like the weekend us. went very well yeah, unless I'm did. missing something. Yeah, I didn't see any violence or anything like that. But a lot of adults went. Guys that you know, like, yeah, the, did Chris Long go or did uh, he sounded like he, he was very? No, he just it. worked in, I think, what forty-five Taylor Swift song titles to his sports cast on Saturday. Oh, really? Well, that would be good because I don't have any. I she could sw- sing. Yep, she could be on the radio singing. I wouldn't know it's her. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to ridicule people. Obviously, they love her. Yep, and she she gives them an act, man. She's she's Elton John three hours, three hours plus with with what like ten thirty ten costume changes. Yeah. Uh, it is funny though in the in the Me Too generation, it appears how close can I come out there to naked, you know, and for ten things. So anyway, hey, good for her. She's going to uh, travel the world, and I bet her profit. Not counting all the guys she's paid and everything. I bet she puts a half a billion in her pocket. Oh, God, At yeah. least, yeah, easy. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, she's I, going I mean, to Europe next. I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, she'll well, she, be... I, she's going to South America, too. Yeah, you right. in South America. Yeah, Bream had a, a review on Saturday that read like a baseball game store. It was great. Oh, it had loved, everything in it. He loved her. Yeah, he loved her. I didn't read Chris's on Sunday, but uh, Bream had a... In, that must have been about... 35-inch story. Yeah. Was yeah good well, we played the hell out of it. And we well, should have. Well, something like, it's like having a Super Bowl in town. I don't, remember, I don't remember feeling that much excitement for an act being in town. Ever. Ever. Ever for Be, me. 
because it wasn't the Beatles. Because when the Beatles came, they had an amp like you'd have in your yeah. kitchen, <laughs> and uh, they had twenty. Like, they played like twelve songs. Yeah, or something. They had twenty. Yeah, all of which were a minute and a half. Yeah, and then they got and the they hell had, out of there, had, and they had twenty four thousand. And then McCartney had like a eighteen year old girl in his room. Well, that's you know, in the yeah. Lemington. Yeah, they made him stay at the Lemington Motor Lodge. Yeah, yes, was right. that really the best place yeah, in nineteen sixty five? I guess he could. The Radisson was a little. There wasn't much. I guess Madison not. was a bit of an upgrade. But it was but the, the Motor Lem- Lodge, damn it. The Lemington is where all the... Oh, they didn't stay in the real I Lemington. I don't think they stayed in the real Lemington. I was because reading something the Motor on the Lodge strip. was right next they door to They just built the Motor Lodge and they stuck them in there, which is basically, mm. I think, was a motel. Yeah. But they, uh, you know, they never came back, so we couldn't well, tell. No, and they were glad not to come back. Yeah, maybe the 18... I guess we were glad not to have them back. Maybe the 18-year-olds... <laughs> 18 is legal. What's the problem? Well, the cop, Even, in 1965, I think the cops, cops were, were a, a little more stringent, believe it or not, than they are today. Do you think McCartney really had to go out and recruit? No, no, I no. Think perhaps. I think the girls were climbing the hotel. Yes, that's The that's cops probably. were trying to shoo them away. <laughs> no, I don't think McCartney had any problem. Yeah, that's, uh, that is true anyway. But I've never, I have never seen an event here, not sports, that has been met with this much excitement, mm. which is cool. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, getting that many people downtown. We'll throw in the gay parade and uh, what the hell, uh, what'd we end up with? I wonder, I wonder, that might not have had the usual crowd it gets. It was raining a little bit because we, we went downtown to eat yesterday morning. And it looked like the crowd was good, but I, I'm sure they took a little bit of a hit. This uh, review I was reading from this uh, independent journalist was very offended because there was, somebody had bare breast showing and the whole and there were children on the sideline. It's a gay parade. You bring your kids to the gay oh, parade. Oh, I saw Look a guy out. was a guy was twerking as well in front of yeah. kids, and somebody was very upset about that. I thought you were talking about the Taylor Swift show. No, no. Which also you could have. Oh, you know, God, you never yes, know what you're going to see there. Yes, she's 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 very provocative. Sometimes mm-hmm. it looked like the picture we had. She was. There wasn't a lot of material in that costume that I could tell. A lot of sequins is what I saw. Mm-hmm. How old is she now? 33? 33. Okay. Yep. Yep. God, I had no idea she was this popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that people right. liked her, but I had no idea that it was like madness. I, I mean, if you're going to watch Taylor Swift and you're sitting upstairs, up, up upstairs, did you really go see Taylor Swift? Because all you did was look at the big boards. I was going to say, you looked at the big boards. We we yeah, had tickets. Do that at home. We, we had McCartney tickets that were not... Fine, but not great. Yeah. And I watched the big board. Yeah. And still liked it. Yeah. I think if you really like the person, you don't care that much. Yeah, I know you're, you're with it. I mean, those boards now, Pat, are just, you know. I think it's a lot like a wild game, too, with the crowd. If you go there, you spend that much money, uh, yeah. you make the effort to go there, you're going to say how great it was, even if it wasn't. And then I'm you're going to sure tell all your friends oh, that you God, you should have been there. It was wonderful. It was one of the, <laughs> okay. the highlights of my life. Yes. It's just, I say, it's like yeah, you know mom, dad, and the two kids from Woodbury come to the game, spend 350 bucks, 400 bucks. Mom and, and they get beat 6-1. Dad's not going to say, boy, did that stink, don't you think? Especially when dad, much like this, probably bought a bunch of merch for the kids. Yes, that's, that's true. That's the other thing. She yeah. sells... There, there were huge lines. There were kids Thursday, I think, into Friday, who slept outside the stadium to be in the merch line. Really, nothing to do with tickets, just to buy the merchandise for and us. And what, what do we buy? 
got uh, clothes or T-shirts or what? I'm sure it's T-shirts. T-shirts, yeah. But were they smart enough? Somebody said they did have ponchos. I would say because at 11.10, 11.05 uh, Saturday night at, at my place in Golden Valley, the rain came in buckets, right, mm-hmm. for about 20 minutes. And it was heading for the it was heading for the Ziggy Dome, and it, I, and it, that's about what takes about ten minutes to get downtown. Mm-hmm. So when they started leaving, they got that storm must have hit them. But just think if she could have been selling umbrellas, what she could have made. For all I know, Although she might have been selling said, umbrellas. Somebody said she did. Uh, she did have ponchos, so. so. I'm sure those. It's like us at the State Fair. Pat. I'm sure those cheap ass plastic ponchos were about. You remember our ponchos? Bucks. Yes, they were. How much? They, yeah, they were our biggest seller one year. because yeah, it was boring. Didn't we, didn't we start off? There were only a couple of bucks, though, right? Yeah, but mean, still, I think might we... Might have jacked up the price. I think we went through them all pretty quickly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Rooting for rain for the uh, thing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So uh, Nas Reed, that's a good deal. I think they needed him bad, don't you? Yeah, that's a what. That, that's a win-win, right? Yes, two-year yes. contract, player option. Mm-hmm. It's a good if, contract if, for him. If yeah, and if he wants to leave after two, you've solved your. By then, you should have solved your your town's go bear problem one way or another. I'm right? sure that's what they told him too. Yeah, I mean Edwards, they they maybe they are going to play it back. But uh, and, and then try to move towns next off season or something. But somebody, when they got to pay Edwards and McDaniel's, it can't work. Now I'm not sure. Does Edwards? Does Ed? Even though you sign him next summer, does that go on to the contract for that year? No, I don't think it does. It? And he's not so eligible. He, he can't go supermax yet. I think he can go max. Well, he. But if he makes. Uh, all NBA. If he makes it, uh, and the All NBA is the top three teams. That's how Cat. Yep. That's how Cat got the supermax because yep. he was the third team center. And uh, so I, I didn't realize there's an official list of uh, top five. That's if and if you're in the top three, you're uh, top fifteen. You're supermax eligible. So Cat would have to be. I mean Edwards would have to be at one of those teams. But there's a distinct possibility he will be. But in all the angst about this team, uh, one guy who's got to get better is Ant. He's got to get way more consistent, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, he's got to be, he got to show up against Detroit. These guys got to show up against the dogs, you know? And it, when Chris Finch talks about the immaturity of his team, Edwards is one of the guys. Well, you know? if they had just played halfway decent against bad teams last season, yeah, they wouldn't have had. Are, are they at fifty wins? Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, they were under, well under five hundred against you the know, dogs, the Rockets, Pistons. Yeah, yeah, teams that were trying to tank. Yeah, they they were just please beat us. Yes, I think the Spurs even beat them a game, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
For sure one. I mean, they lost to, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, Finch's uh, comment, the, the one that stuck with me is we're pretty immature. You know, we're mm-hmm. immature. And, you know, McDaniel showed his immaturity by punching a wall, but I don't think he's a player. Well, he gets he gets stupid fouls, it depa- too. Yeah, it depends with him. Some night. But uh, Ant has, you know, got those no-show games. And, when he, and then, he, then he gets that gleam in his eye. When he's going to come down, and you know every the game's on the line, and you know everybody in the ballpark knows he's going to throw up a three pointer from twenty eight feet and miss it. So uh, you know he's got he's got to he's got to get better too. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, did, did you see the news about Rudy? What he is now going to play for the oh, French national to, team. He decided, he, to, he's play. decided I, to play. I thought he wasn't. I he wondered. wasn't. Well, he had thro- he had teased that he wasn't going to, but the announcement came out. Today he is going to play in the uh, World Cup, I believe, of basketball. Well, he didn't play that many minutes here, so you, why not? Maybe they told him to go ahead. I suppose they did. Huh? I think they wanted him to know. I think they told him, "Please don't." And he still, he oh, still, really? Yeah, because you know he, he came into training camp last year dinged up because of that. Yeah, and then talked about the fact that that took you know because they're competitive games. Mm-hmm. It's not exhibitions. Yeah, because the French are trying to get. He's thirty-one. You know, trying I don't to see advance. that. I mean, just get, come on, man. He's a loyal Frenchman, I guess. He is really loyal to yeah. a complete fault. Yes. Well, it's going to be. Uh, but the big thing, they got to get a guard. They got the thirty-seven-year-old guy is not going to Conley be able to play no. thirty-two minutes a game nope. for seventy games. Nope. They need a guard, and I don't know how the hell they get one, unless they traded for Scoot already, and Cat's gone. Well, how about this though? Because the cap and. So the salary cap that came out last week and the luxury tax were more than was expected, yeah. which allowed them to get Nas in. And I believe I saw from Dane Moore that they now will have a mid-level exception available that guard? they could give to a guard. Okay, I believe that's how Dane. Oh, man, they're going to have a lot of money on payroll. Ooh, ooh, oh, I know. Ooh. Well, and like you said, a year from now, this all is not going to be workable. No, no, it's not. Somebody's Somebody's got to go. But uh, you know what? They, I've, I've said this a hundred times, but they had a extremely successful season with their fans last year. I thought that they drew it. They they were like twenty fifth in the league in attendance, but they had crowds last year, Agreed. and they were the crowds were enthused and uh, they were involved, and they, it wasn't just a a a guy and a. A guy and six kids from the neighborhood who got free tickets, you know, three eight-year-old, you know, right. kids, 10 and sitting upstairs. Right. You know? But it still is a, it still is a hard, it's still hard to sell out that upper ring, maybe. I, but I was shocked at times last season at the loyalty. Yes, I was too. Oh, yeah, when they got and the pa- And the passion for it. Mm-hmm. including booing them because at least they gave a damn. Mm-hmm. How long did the fans there, you know, if they showed up, not give a damn? Yeah. And, it, you know, the team in town that has really got a PR problem is the Twins. Yes. Because yep. now it could be just the idiots that we attract at the Star Tribune. But because you're idiots, okay, we know this. Uh, but if you write something good about the Twins – you know, positive, you get eight comments. If you, if, or, or you get, you know, I mean, if it's kind of like a non-controversial, if it's 
if it's reflecting on them kindly. And if you write something bad, you get 250, you know, fire everybody. And uh, it, it's amazing what they're, they're uh, I'm not sure there are people going to the ball, ballpark. No, I don't think that's, a, I don't think the responders at the newspaper are, go to the ball game or I don't know if they go to anything. You know? Right. They pretty much, but it is. Now I wrote the, uh, I wrote the thing last week, ripping the, all those stupid trades they made and stuff. And I don't know, there's 300 comments. Then I wrote the thing on Rocco. And, you know, I like Rocco better this year than I did five years ago. And that, that got a, that got a lot of comments, but they were all, he stinks. They should fire him. You know, hey, so, Rice, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, but it is, uh, yeah, but, but I don't know if that's, I don't know who that is, you know, but it's the same thing on Twitter too. It feels, it feels more venomous towards the twins yes, than anyone does. else. In yes, town. it does. It does. Yeah. If you do, a, if you throw in a cheap Wilfs thing, Ziggy's, a, somebody said to me, that, Ziggy's the best owner in this town and it's not close. Huh? He's got a free stadium. Well, he's the he's smartest. Got three million. Yeah, he is. He's probably he's the, got the TCO Performance yes, Center. Yes, he does. Which they gave him the land for nothing. Oh, he's got incredible. If here's my great fear, fear, and for downtown Minneapolis is that the new basketball. I said this the other week. The new basketball arena goes out there next to Ziggy in Egan, yeah. and I I can see them building it out there, and then. That hole you got in the middle of downtown, I'm, I don't know what you do. I agree. You know why? Parking. Yeah. They can keep all, if they build yeah. a state-of-the-art basketball facility in Egan with a yeah. ton of land, which you have out there, you have yeah. nothing but land, Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. If they tear down Target Center, the, the uh, twins should renegotiate with them and say, this is our ramp. This is our parking lot. We get the money. Yeah. Then reduce that rate, okay? Yeah, yeah. 15, well, 16, 16 bucks. 16 bucks now. 16 bucks But to park. think of that, the Twins get nothing. No, I know. And the Twins There's get no parking, none, there. No parking. They get no parking there. I'm sure Ziggy wishes that, Ziggy still wishes he ended up out at the munitions plant, right? That, oh, yeah. Because he would have built this thing next to the next to the stadium. Vikingville. Yes. So he's he's building Vikingville now out in Egan, which is. Yes. So. But I don't disagree with you on that. So, so the Twins, they did get two or three from Detroit. Royce Lewis, you uh, brought up the quote, a great quote from my, I like Royce better than I ever have. You know what? I, I got a problem, one problem with Royce. He wears scuba gloves to the plate. Why is he wearing these scuba gloves? They're like this. Really? Yeah, they big to watch. arm things. Yeah, you got these damn things, but... So, so like, detec- like detective gloves? So I don't know. They look like it. I mean, it might be four different kinds of material. Oh I don't God. know, but they're okay. like his, he looked, you know. I'll have to look. Yeah. Get your hands on a bat. And, and But he did rip the popper in a, oh. in a, in a subtle way, but not that subtle, actually. Well, yeah, because he, t- he, he said, I, t- I told Pop, I told Pop today that I was going to be Luis Arise yes. and hit the ball because there's a lot of green here, which he's right. Yes. That, that t- Tigers ballpark plays big. Uh, I love that, though. But, but the other part of the quote was that uh, they, want you to, they want you to hit wait for a pitch you can drive, right? Mm-hmm. So, which is how you end up striking out more than any team in the history of baseball. 
Joe, uh, uh, Judd, they're over 800 now. Yeah, I, they're oh, over they're, 800 strikeouts, and they're out halfway through the season. On the way to they're the record. They're going to shatter the record. Yes. They're averaging more than 10 strikeouts a game. You should be embarrassed. And God help us. Joey, come on. If you're going to waste at bats on a left-handed hitter who strikes out all the time, waste them on Larnick, who's got a chance to get better, yep. right? Absolutely. Larnick strikes out a lot, but he's... 25 years old. Gallo's a waste of time. Yes, he is. He is. He's a complete waste of time. They like him as a competitor and everything. Brzezinski did a great job. He said, you know, he said, they throw him a breaking pitch and the guy going, you know, he misses it by foot. He says, what, what did he, the guy was behind him. It was 2-0 on account and he threw him a breaking pitch. And he says, what's he throw now? And AJ says, another curveball. And then after that, another curveball. Yep. He said he can't hit him. Yep. He can't hit him. And he's just swinging after those breaking balls. Flailing. He looks like a, I don't know who. I've never seen a guy with a complete inability to even hit a hanging breaking ball. It's a waste of time. Yeah, it is. There's no, it, it doesn't make sense. You're you're right. Call somebody up. Yeah. Call up Larnick, I mean, you got, Walner. You got, yeah, Walner, you got you got, it's not like you got a shortage of left-handed hitting outfielders. Can you explain to me, though, why in the midst of of Walner's just unbelievable hot streak, they didn't get him here to try yes, and take advantage? that's what I keep saying. Big guy. Big guys are hot and cold. Yeah. Joey's cold and then ice cold. That's what he is. You know, he's... But, yeah, you, if you get the kid here, he's going to... You know, he had a stretch here where he struck out 12 times in 16 of bats or something. Mm-hmm. By the time you get him back here, and he's still getting one or two hits every game, hitting a home run. By the time you get him back here, it'll be one of those slumps. Then you're going to say, ah, you're never going to make it. You know, you got to – it's it's idiotic. It's just idiotic. And they, we've talked about this, but Falvey, do something. Yeah. Do something. Call him up and say, Joey, you're done. Thank you. You stole $10 million. You should be proud of yourself, right? All-star break at the latest. You just got to. Yeah, DFA or July 4th is always a kind of a traditional release thing. Them. Yeah, it just, it makes, it's it's maddening to watch because, you know, he homered, what, a solo shot on Saturday? Yes, right. But those are so rare now. Yes. And you well, know they, I think he'd struck out 28 times between strikeouts or something. And, and he'd been on the DL, too. But, and how much fun was Sunday? Just put the ball in play. Yeah. That Nick Maton, like that's the thing is, if, if Royce Lewis goes up there on the ground ball that tied the score and strikes out, he's walking yeah. back, you're dead. How Instead, about, he hits it to that poor kid uh, who's got no clue. How about him playing third base? Every time I saw him hit a ball through him, he just... Ah! He got sent down immediately oh, after the he? game did he? for a reset, A.J. Hinch called it. He missed the first, he missed the first baseman on that throw as, hard, as far as you can miss him. He missed him like a... That was a 12, league throw. Like a 13-year-old kid. He yeah. missed him by 12 feet. It was a banger on there. All, all the Tigers are looking at him like, what the hell was that? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that was handed to him. But this is my comment. If this is going to be Correa at the plate, you have no chance to function off, function offensively. You can't function with that. You know, whether you're hitting him eighth or not, he can't be that player. He can't make five outs in his first three at-bats. He can't come up with the runners at first and third 
after he's already hitting a double play and struck out, he can't come up and hit the most another most routine ground ball in history to shortstop. He this cannot be him. If this is him, you're screwed for a want for a want of a better word. And you know you can't you can't function with him if this is how he's going to play. And don't all the apologists can't. Well, yeah, but he got hot last year in August. Well, he never was this bad though. Right. Yes. And if he did, if he gets hit the hurt in, uh, hot in August, it did him a lot of good last year when he got hot in August. And, and they it, fell off. Yeah, they went in the tank. It's how can he be this bad? I don't understand. That's it. unbelievable. And every time you think that, okay, I, I you know, yeah, I, no, I see him turning a corner, goes right back. And also, explain the buck to me. Nine hundred and thirty-one feet of home runs and two swings, and he hadn't touched the ball since. And now Rocco said that that back spasm on Saturday was a continuation of a problem he's had this season. Yeah. So now he's got a chronic, back, chronically back, bad right knee. Bad knee, hip. Had the hip. And a back problem. Yes. Yeah. He's. Uh, what the hell's going to happen? There? I don't know. At some point in time, you can't continue to play. No. No, that's that's true. And uh, yeah, the, the, one of the big problems is is he's the DH. You got I know. You got a DH playing second. Julian, God, is he a hacker? People were very mad when I tweeted about his. I mean, he's. I think he's, he's the worst awful. I've seen. Oh yeah, he's the worst. Oh, I said Todd Walker should sue him if anybody. Yeah. Uh, Todd Todd Walker was smooth. It's he. I told you this. Seen him same. He cannot catch the baseball. I know. Which is the first. Most of them have. A throw, can't turn a double play, can't throw. He cannot catch the ball. And then if he does catch it, he waits four seconds to throw it to make up his mind where he wants to throw it. He blew the game on Saturday. He gave him three-run inning. I know. Double play ball, as routine as it can be. And the arise slander. Oh, he's not that good in the field. He's not that good at second yeah. base. Oh, God, he's. He was Joe Morgan at second oh, base yeah. compared to Julian. Yeah. He was never bad anyway. It's just that. They were, I don't know what they were. This kid cannot play in the field. No, I don't know what you can do with him. He doesn't look like enough of an athlete to play in the outfield. You sure as hell can't play him for third if he can't make the throw from second. He's a DH. Best case, Miranda probably a DH. DH, And like you said, you got Buxton who's, you know, consistently there. And I'm not even sure he should be playing. No, I I agree. But I think they don't have any choice. Right, no. Hundred million is a hundred million. At some point, you can say, "All right, we're going to write it off." But uh, I, I hope they got insurance. You know on what the their problem is? They aren't very damn good. No, they just aren't very good. Well, People want to get all upset. The pitching's been, you know, right. you had. I was going to say three, four starters are okay, hmm? and you got Durant at the end, and, and you know, Jackson's back throwing okay, and the bullpen is the real rear end of the bullpen's okay. I know you got four starters, but uh, my head is going to get his crap knocked out of him. He is throwing slop. He's he got him out the other day, and well, he, he, I saw him throw eight pitches that these stiffs fouled back or something. But uh, I, I mean, the, the pitch is okay, but the the team is not good. If Correa's this bad, they're not good. They're, you know. The other thing is, they're addicted to the fat little catcher. Jeffers is playing good. Jeffers can get a hit. 
He, and by the way, Jeffers changed himself as a hitter himself. Oh, that's he didn't, the, he didn't go no, to the pop. No pop. No pop. No. He changed. He came in with a. He, came, he went home and said, "Okay, I got. I got to throw the ball to second base faster." Yep. He figured out how to do that. I have to change my hitting approach. He figured out how to do that. They had nothing to do with it. Yeah. The popper had nothing so to do with Popkins it. So who has Popkins helped? Nobody. And their approach is incredibly flawed, which is why I love Royce saying, I finally just decided to go yeah, back to how I'm, I'm going to try to put the ball in play. What a concept. Let's put the and ball part of the re- part of the reason if the why. the pitch is on the outside corner and they might call it a strike yeah. for strike three, maybe I should hit it instead of just have it yeah. be strike three. They got all these guys standing up there. Oh, that pitch was outside. You can't call me out on that pitch. Well, yes, he I know, and and then they go down to the clubhouse and confirm it was a bad yeah, call. And they're all pissed off. An inch outside. It was two inches outside. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're 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 hitting us this week. Pathetic. This week might sort some things out. I'll tell you that. Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta, and Baltimore. You know what? Ball. I look. Baltimore is not drawing. They got this. They must have really? just they must have killed it as a baseball town. They had sixteen thousand there yesterday for a home game. Well the their restructure of Oriole Park at Camden Yards doesn't yes. do a lot for me. No, it doesn't, but the, Hold on, the look that they up. they've been so rotten for five or six years that people just might have decided to stop going to games. I don't know. Ooh, you're right. Yeah. Thirty eight home dates. They are averaging twenty thousand five hundred eighty eight. That's twenty third. And uh, that's a good winning, that's, that's, uh, what they're, uh, are they still second in the American League in wins? Uh, they're up there. Yeah, you're right, though. Yeah, they're not. 16,000 yesterday. The White Sox, Tigers, Pirates, Rays, which is not surprising, Royals, Marlins, and A's are behind them. Are the worst, yeah. The Twins Rays, are 18th. Rays are 31st. Um, Oakland, <clears throat> o- oh. Oakland is last. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Rays are 27th. They're oh. averaging seventeen thousand a game. That's oh man, who's the last five then? Who's worst? Um, Oakland or yeah, it's the worst is the A's. They're averaging nine thousand six hundred eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. The Marlins are 29th, 12,000 plus. Kansas City, which is too bad, is twenty eighth, sixteen thousand plus. The Rays seventeen thousand, and Pittsburgh right above them eighteen thousand. Yeah, the, the 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 fast start in Pittsburgh didn't help them much. Of course, they've Lost about 15 out of 17 since their good start. Yeah. Well, Derek Shelton, I think, got an extension out of it. So good for Did him. He? Good for him. I yeah, think they extended him right at the start of the season. He's a good guy. I don't think it's his fault. No, I don't. Uh, I, I, well, and part of the problem, they lost that six foot seven shortstop. It was going to be a phenomenon. Phenom Speaking of that, how about the guy. Reds? And oh. the, that's, how much fun is that? Team? And all of a sudden, they're 40,000 every time they open the big gate after. They had their smallest crowd ever at uh, that ballpark earlier this season. They yep. had like nine thousand one day. Yep. And now they're, but they they got them coming, man. They got all these young guys. I wonder who their, I don't even know who their GM is, but I uh, texted to Bobby Nightingale Senior about his son and uh, how the uh, the Stribble likes him and and that. Uh, he seems to have all his father's good habits and none of his bad habits, or none of his bad habits. And he says, "Yes, but I did point out to him that ever since he left, left the Reds haven't lost." Basically, Whitmire inherited a juggernaut <laughs> yes, for did. the Enquirer. Gordon, Gordon is 
If Gordon's they, a good luck charm. the best team I ever covered. He covered the White Sox when they won the World Series. Yep. They weren't nearly as good as this team. Although the Braves did beat them twice over the weekend in two brawls, though. They had a hard time beating And the Friday night game, I think the, I think the Braves yeah. scored five in the bottom, or on top of the first, and the Reds yeah. came back and won it. Yeah, they did. They came in back about three times in that game. But that Taylor Cruz, or, have, have oh. you seen the highlights of that kid? Oh, God, yes. He yeah. runs like Buxton did originally. <laughs> yes, yes. He's got the long yeah. strides. Mm-hmm. And nice thing about that ballpark is they still don't, you don't need the golf ball to hit home runs in that ballpark. No. That is a band box down no. there. But it's nice. Cincinnati, you know, used to be a great baseball town. I know. And, and they pretty much killed it there. But, uh, they, I think they do. They want a new ballpark, or do they want they? They're whiny about something, or they want they? improvements. I guess, like everybody. Yeah, does. I don't know. the The only one I saw that's trying to get a new ballpark and has designs for it is Kansas City. Yeah, I think yeah, they want well, to put one downtown. Is it? Why? They're perfect. They get all the parking. I know. What's wrong? Well, that's a perfect structure too, right? All the ballparks. You great. got the football stadium. You got the baseball yeah, the stadium. Great. Huge lots. Yeah. Yeah, this idea of where I get downtown. Well, like you said, that that's why Bud insisted that when County Stadium went away, they weren't going to Water Street, which which would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, but they need to get the parking. Well, the greatest crock of crap ever put out by baseball is the, the Brewers. They got to do they got to do something here with the Brewers ballpark, the public, or they're gonna they might have to move them. The Brewers are drawn. 2.8 every year. They've been drawing like crazy since they got the new owner. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're, plus, there's no place to go. If you, you know, you're about number six. They and, could barely move Oakland. Yes. Yes. And they haven't moved. They haven't figured out the Tampa solution yet. And they, they want to expand. I think they want to. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is yeah. they, they've got to look at expansion fees like in hockey. Yeah. And say, why would we move all these teams around? Let's just mm-hmm. go into. Nashville or whatever with an expansion team. I will say this, though, and I think I'm going to do a column this week. I'm actually going to talk to somebody from MLB. The speed-up rules have saved the game of baseball. They have saved Major League Baseball. It's it's in, it's incredible. And uh, we, 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 I, we're paying tribute to it weekly. But I don't think that's enough. I think we ought to play tribute to it more. Now, the one yesterday was 310, though. Right? Twins game was 3-something. Was really? yeah, I over. forgive them since they but played so many. They, plus, they started 11-10. Yeah, because of the weather. Yeah. i got to look that up. I did not I realize it was over it, 3. I it think it went long. over 3. I think it went over 3. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I think you're right. But the thing about this, too, though, Pat, is, and this is going to sound so weird. To me, with what they've done, the game's recognizable again. Yes. It sounds really stupid with the clock. Yeah, it is. But it's like, this is the game that I actually yeah. really, really enjoy. Basically, you hit a ball to the right field and it goes base hit, you steal a base. It's not home run derby. Yeah, I mean, so they've made this, they might have made the stolen base too easy, but that's better than not having it in the game at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. and they can adjust some things a little bit. AJ. Said this, and then the the Nesson announcer said this too. I heard the twins, the the, the Nesson guys, uh, Euclid and I don't know who the uh, Dave O'Brien. Dave O'Brien, yeah. Euclid said uh, this. Twi- the twins' problem is they're not made for this for the new baseball. They're not made. They're not. They are. They are exactly. Made. It's a hundred percent right. Yeah, and they won't adjust off of it. No, no, they. 
they, you know that they're going to probably do that next year. They'll try to do some stuff off season, but not going to do many. But they're just not good. They're, I mean, you can't you can't strike out seventeen hundred times in a season. They're going to go over seventeen hundred. The record was fifteen eighty five or something. Yeah, they're well, going to break it by a hundred. They're averaging eleven strikeouts a game. So what I, I didn't get though was in, in the post game when Rocco was told about Royce's comments. He basically applauded what Royce did, but Rocco's partially at least involved right. with yeah. this decision to try to Wait, uh, you know, get home runs. Get a, get a ball you can drive. And when and that was what everybody was talking about, three, four, you're going to don't swing until you get a ball you can drive. Well, that don't work anymore. You know, you got to, uh, you know, you, you can't strike out this often. It's, uh, no. it's this, well, this idea. And nobody wants we to watch the, that, Pat. Uh, no, we had the old... The whole generation of analytic guys will tell you it's just an out. Well, it's not just an out. It's advancing base runners. You don't. It accomplishes nothing if you got a guy on first base and somebody strikes out. It is a big negative, right? Know? So right because if again if you hit the ball to Julian or Matan <laughs> and they launch the ball into the seats, mm-hmm. you get to take the bases. If you had hit a chopper to third and the runner moves to second, that's you got him in scoring position too. Do you, so. do you think this is a? Do you think this is a problem with all of the people into the advanced metrics, or do you think guys like Theo were pretty damn smart about things, and then they had all of these minions come along mm-hmm. who overdid it or thought, oh the this is what Epstein meant because it feels to me like we got a lot of people that don't un- understand necessarily what the actual goal ever was. Yeah, I'm not sure, but they, uh, you know, the home run was everybody got, you know, these guys, they got so hot to trot with the 307 home runs and 101 wins. They trade for Donaldson. Yeah. I mean, they signed Donaldson, yep. the biggest contract ever yep. for another home run hitter. Right, who's going to strike out half the time? Who was deteriorating? Yeah, and then they draft this Andrew Sabato, a yeah, big a big lug from North Carolina who doesn't have a position. Who's and he's not good. Still trying to fight to get over two hundred through four years later in Wichita. Yeah, now they were so in on the home run that, uh, and they haven't weaned themselves off it yet. So, I think in a lot of ways, two thousand and nineteen was the worst thing. In retrospect. Yeah, probably was. Because it convinced them of something that has now changed, and they can't get off it yet. <laughs> there are, if you go to a game, you go to a series, a weekend series, you see, they were they talk about 4%. You see eight fly balls that would have been home runs to three, yes. in, in 2019. Yep. Eight, nine home runs. You know, you, you just see the ball, the way it's hit. I don't know about velocity and any of that. Just... The eye test, eight, nine times you say, that would have been a home run four years ago, but it's a different baseball. Right. It's, it's a real baseball now. So. Right. So if the popper, though, is teaching you the launch angle theory, in 2019, that worked perfectly. Now, mm-hmm. it's not that you're wrong. It's that the ball's not going to travel as far. He has zero chance to be back in uh, 2000. Why is he still here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would just turn all these guys loose and say, go back to whatever you did before, because what we, what we tried to do ain't working. I was told that the uh, the boys up on top are not happy with what's what they're seeing on the field. <laughs> Look at a bleeping mirror. Look at a mirror. Right. Anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. On, on that tribute, happy July 4th, everybody. Yeah. All right. All right. Talk to you next week. Yep.